you're clapping. I'm talking about you. You're Puerto Rican. Yeah, I'm Puerto Rican. I would really appreciate it if we would use the term biblical. Mucha crema, tus tacos, y se te quema el arroz. Hell yeah, mojono. Rather than just using the word before, uh, before. What's up, everybody? This is for Christ y Cultura, and we did not vote for Trump. Oh, hold on. Hold on. You can't Wait. just leave with the vote for Trump. I got a job to maintain. I got a family to, to, to hold up. People going to come after me. I can't. You can't just start the show no, with and we didn't vote for see, Trump. See, what we're not going to do is have us get wrongly deported because I'm not about that life, okay? Nah. Uh-uh. <laughs> Man. I okay, okay, I okay. All right, all right, all right. Let's, all right. let's, let's do this Please. one more time. One more time. You're Puerto Rican. Yeah, I'm Puerto Rican. I would really appreciate it if we would use the term biblical. Mucha crema tus tacos y se te quema el arroz. Hell yeah, mojono. Rather than just using the word before, uh, before. What's up, everybody? This is for Christ y Cultura coming at you live. I'm here with my co host. This is Lauren. This host, Ray Garcia, coming at you from Philadelphia, PA. This has been a long time coming. I'm, I'm excited. I'm stuttering. I don't know what to do with my hands. Like, I don't know. For I'm really about Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, I'm so excited because this has literally been a year in the making. And now we finally, finally have some stability in our lives and we can actually do this i'm just i'm so stoked man i'm so ready let's let's tell these people who we are you know let's let's start this first episode right and tell these people tell me gente who we are all right um my name is Josue garcia and um i'm from philadelphia pennsylvania i am a husband of one wife and i have a son named joshua he's wild like his dad and like his mom crazy um we belong to Great City Church of Frankfurt. We love God. We love people. Cool. What about you, Lauren? Let t- tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, obviously, my name is Lauren, and I actually come from Texas, but not just Texas, but West Texas. I am out of Odessa. And so, it, so is there a reason why you said not just Texas, but West Texas? Is there a big difference? When you are here in West Texas, it is, it, it's, it's a different kind of thing. It's like, you're just in the Compton of Texas, just to let you know that, like, <laughs> literally. <laughs> but no, for real, for real, like, Odessa's just different, but, um, so it's just oil-filled country out here. It's, it's Ooh. all full work. So, anybody I mean, that comes Odessa down- Odessa sounds like an old lady, so. Uh-huh. I said, Odessa sounds like an old lady. <laughs> For real. Uh, she's not. But <laughs> that long no, lost tia that no, you she... had. Mi tia Odessa. <laughs> Mi tia Odessa. He's like, she's... mijo, mijo, your mom's calling you. Mijo, have you talked to your tia Odessa? She's been asking about you. No, okay, no. Odessa sounds, literally sounds like the grandma that you put in the kukui room. Like, <laughs> I don't. Okay, like, so you're from... Person? You're from West Texas. What else? Yes. 
Um, so basically, I mean, like, I don't have any kids, like, I'm, I'm single, um, so I just work all the time, I work, 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 um, I work at, like, a small pediatrics place, but in my, uh, free time, um, I do belong to a church, um, Sovereign Grace in Midland, so I, I commute 20 minutes every day, um, you know, not only for work, but for church too, so that, I mean, like, that's just, that's just me, and then I do this podcast, that's about it. (laughs) dope 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 well my name is jonathan gonzalez i'm from reno nevada uh, biggest little city in the world whoop whoop <laughs> um and i'm 26 i'm married to one wife and i have three hopefully kids one. <laughs> <laughs> i know i was about to say that too when so was like uh married with one wife and i'm like man hopefully one <laughs> so yeah i have three kids uh danny noah and camila and I'm just a regular church uh, goer, you know. I'm, I'm I don't have a title. Uh, I just I just love I love God and and uh and yeah. So that's 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 why I am. I do HVAC work and and yeah. Now I'm a podcaster. So <laughs> yeah. so I want to tell the audience first of all, we are first time podcasters, so none of us have done this before. So if it sounds kind of weird, it's a work in progress. I'm sure by the time um this will be done at least this first season will be done we'll be professionals or maybe uh closer to it than we are right now (laughs) for real (laughs) no for sure um of uh so i'm i am so excited that i'm like i'm i'm break dancing with my fingers Oh, uh, with, with, with to, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not break like I'm not break dancing with my fingers, but like my fingers can do things with like if, if oh, you yeah. could see if you could see this, but you really can't because it's a podcast. <laughs> you'd understand that I can crip walk with my with fingers. fingers. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, I have way too much time on my hands. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Like Ricky Bobby, I don't know what to do with my hands. And that's, <laughs> and that's, why, I, that's why I say it. I say that because of Ricky Bobby. Yep. All right, guys. So let's let's tell these people why we're doing this. Why did we choose to do this podcast? So you know, this is this first episode is pretty much like the first day of school. You know, it's like everybody's getting to know each other. You gotta say, "Oh, hi, my name is Jonathan. I like blah blah blah." And it's kind of like that awkward, like these people don't know us, our hearers don't know us, they don't know who we are. And uh, let's tell these people why we're doing this, first of all, why we chose this podcast, why we, why we even are doing this. We should probably start with like how this podcast came about, because I just like, I was explaining that to my room- new roommate who's going to be moving in with me about how we all met and all that and just how we got here. So short answer, the internet. (laughs) Yes. Short answer, the internet. And Jonathan is literally like the mastermind behind it and made a post in a group that we're in. And we just responded like literally that's all that is. But I mean, I decided to get on on with this podcast because like this is something that I don't think I've ever seen before as far as like a Latino group just doing something for latinos by latinos you know um yeah yeah, i think it's just it's something really cool and um like innovative in a way because it's just like you know you don't you don't see much of this so i'm hoping something comes out of it because i mean like that'd be really cool 
to see some representation for us. Yeah, for, for sure. Like, um, one of the things that I've been hearing uh, the past three or four years, especially from 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 the Latin or for the Latino community, is that we have to um, we have to build our own tables. We can't want a seat at the table with everyone else and with everyone else's problems and the issues happening um, within other cultures. We have to build our own table and address things from our standpoint Cause, yeah because we see see things differently you know mm-hmm. we do we do have a different uh point of view on certain topics certain things um and i think that's why i wanted to do this podcast too to give us a, a space where we could uh put in our two cents you know we still are pretty neglected in 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 everywhere mainstream and oh, yeah. movies and <laughs> you know we're still pretty neglected all over the place and uh, you know we're gonna start something new. That's about to change today, baby. Talk about <laughs> so. So we 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 we're, we're going to be the majority by twenty forty five, and um, oh yeah, we you know what I'm saying like like we need to 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 be equipping ourselves for that in every way, um, and and this is one of the mediums that we were able to do that talking about theology from our point of view. Um, yeah. So first of all. We're we're Christians, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Let's just get that straight. I, I, if the name oh, yeah. doesn't tell you already, uh-huh. if the name doesn't show you who we are, but we are believers. We love Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, just like our intro. <laughs> Yo, you said that so perfectly. That's crazy. Jesus Christ. We, we love hands. you, God. We do not break. I can't. I cannot move. Hey, my body speak like for yourself, that. sister. <laughs> cannot move my body like that. Nah. <laughs> so, unapologetically Christian, number one. Yeah. Number two is unapologetically Latino, like you just heard. I'm Mexican, Lauren's Mexican, and Jose is Puerto Rican. That's right. Yeah. Boricua, baby. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we over here in Philadelphia, deep in the mud. <laughs> over, within the last year, over 100,000 Puerto Ricans from the island have come to, have passed through Philadelphia. So. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy. So. We're doing this podcast because we love God. Uh, we're Latinos, and like Sway said, we're not represented. And we wanted to create a table where we could come and talk about uh, theology through a Latino worldview, a biblical Latino worldview, and uh, just to have fun. You know, this is supposed to be a like a morning, like a morning crazy fun show. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, so hopefully we 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 give y'all all of our energy. Um, and I don't mean that in a new age way. I mean that like, like when when as you're listening to this, you're like, yeah, I can vibe with that. I can um, I can relate. Um, that that makes me laugh. That makes me smile. Type of feelings. Yeah. So, um, we're Christians, but we all come from different backgrounds. I, I know we do we do share a lot of things in common, but we do come from different denominations, uh, different t- traditions, and and all that. Um, Lauren, you want to talk about? I guess we could tell these people our testimony. You sure. know. Um, who, how, how we came to faith. All right. So like <clears throat> for me, I grew up in church, like the, the person who was bringing me to Christ and like, um, taking me to church was my grandmother and I grew up Baptist, um, despite like the stereotypical, like Mexican growing up Catholic. No, I grew up Baptist. Um, and at that time I was in San Marcos and then I moved up here to West Texas whenever I was 10 and, um, that kind of stopped. And, um, 
I don't know. I just, we kind of lost touch outside of church because it was, it was hard finding a church where um, you walked in and you didn't get looked at ugly. You know what I mean? Like, especially in Baptist churches out here, it's mainly white in small towns, small, was, small towns. Was, that's what I was going to ask you right now. Was it because you were Mexican it, pretty I much? Think it, you were getting, it was, um, I think part of the reason was because, um, like mainly the Mexicans that live out here are straight out of Mexico, like Ojinaga, Juarez, like that type. So when people would look at us, they would think automatically, oh, they don't know English or they don't, they don't know anything. So, um, I guess like I had to kind of prove myself and, um, so we just kind of grew up and we finally found a little Baptist church group in that, but I wasn't like, my heart wasn't totally turned. Um, it wasn't until I went to college and I lived out like my wild party days and was a party girl, um, that Christ did something in my life where he divinely put people in my life to, um, to save me essentially. And, um, I went to Praise a, college, yeah, I went to a college conference, um, in Austin and, um, with the um, college that I was at and right then and there, like God saved me and that, uh, truly saved me. And that night, um, I got baptized all in the same night. I was 21 years old. I am 26. So it's been about five years now. Um, it was five years actually of, as of March 3rd. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. God's providence, you know? So what about, what about you, Sway? Yeah, man. Um, I was a, a gang member for, for a while in my youth. Um, and the Lord put people in my way by, um, neighbors actually and they wouldn't and then they would invite me over to their bible studies and um i would always reject their their um invitations and then you know god just kept pulling me and kept drawing me and and he drew me to the point where um i started going to the bible studies then started going to church and then um about, about two or three years after that finally gave up and um the lord just just drew me to himself and opened my eyes to the beauty of Jesus. And then I got baptized in 2008. Um, I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff in between, but we won't yeah, have yeah, enough yeah. time for all that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, so that, and then it's been sanctification ever since, man. So March, 2008, I got baptized. Um, the, 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 the Lord. Um, Damn. That's, got, that's like almost like a little bit over 10 years no? Yo, it's, 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 it's been yeah i was see it's been something like that um but 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 also um the lord drew me and and brought me to um a sovereign grace church out here in philadelphia because i was a pentecostal as well um where i am a, i am a pentecostal i don't say i was i am a pentecostal um and hey, that's what's up <laughs> and um Santo, Gloria a Dios, hallelujah. but but but, but <laughs> But I still got but, it, but yeah, yeah. But but as um, I I started to recognize the doctrines of faith and reading the Bible, um, it just God just showed me like there's there's something out that there's something about God that I didn't know, and that was that He was sovereign over over everything. And then from there, 
I just started reading um, different books, started listening to different preachers. It led me to the church where I'm at, where I'm at now. I met my wife a, a little bit before I started um, going to the church out here. Wow. It's a sovereign grace. Yeah, it's a sovereign <laughs> grace church, and I've been there ever since. We planted a church last year, and um, the Lord's doing His thing out here awesome. in the neighborhood. So. Damn, brother. Praise God. Praise God. Yeah, man. What's up with you, bro? Yes. Let, let, let's know about you, bro. All right, all right. Well, um, where do I start? Well, before the foundation of the world, <laughs> I'm just oh kidding. My gosh. <laughs> what nah, nah, you know what? Um, I grew up in church. Uh, I grew up in church and um, I grew up uh, Roman Catholic. I got baptized mm-hmm. in the Roman Catholic Church when I was a baby, like most of us mm-hmm. Latinos. And yeah. uh, I think when I was five or six, my mom converted. Um, somebody preached the gospel to her. Uh, we barely migrated from Me- Mexico. Um, we were probably here for like two, three years. And somebody uh, took the time, told my mom the gospel, and she started going to church. And I remember distinctly when I was when I was a little kid. I, I grew up in the Roman Catholic Church, so when we started going to a, a Christian church, a Protestant church, uh, I, I told my mom like, "Mom." Where's all the ¿dónde están todas las imágenes, you know? Like where, where's like la virgencita y los santitos, you know? Like that's the first thing that I noticed walking in cuz there was there was none of that, you know. Blank walls, no banner, nothing. <laughs> My mom took me to church every Sunday. And for us like Pentecostales, it's not even just every Sunday. It's like Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That's right. Saturday. That's right. Yeah, the, you had a little yeah. room in the back of the church. And I set us up for that that set, us up for, that set us up for success when we watch um, Avengers Endgame, and so, 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 uh, that 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 trains up uh, that trains us up, so that we can watch Avengers Endgame. <laughs> exactly, I know. Like, and the servicios were like hella long, bro. Freaking four hours. We got there at seven, and, and like terminaba like at las once. Wow. You know what I mean? Like eleven, twelve, like and. If they had Vigilia, you guys know what Vigilia is? No, I, oh, yeah. I don't. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. man. Vigilia. So, so is Vigilia is like, like you stay there overnight to pray. Yes. Like, it's oh, like so you got the main Yes. You got a ma- the main oh. service. You know, you worship and praise the Lord all day. I mean, not all day, but la noche, you know? And, yeah. then, and then, like, right after service, you just spend the night there pretty much, like, praying, mm. worshiping God. Like, bro, Vigilia though, man. But anyways, um, I grew up in the church uh, when I was about 14, 15, maybe 13. I I just started doing my own thing. You know, I would still go to church. My mom would take me. I was still living with my mom, but I started, you know, just, just kicking it with the homies. I also, too, was very influenced with gangs. So I got into that heavy. My cousins actually got me into, into that. Just I remember I would just see them wearing like big big pantalones like flannel shirts they they like the raiders like they had the little monitos like the little homie dolls uh the little low riders like so i remember i i started seeing them and i'm like yeah that's that's what's up that, that, i want to be like that and ever since and ever since then like well until a couple years ago you know that was my life yeah. fully immersed you know and and i can't tell you like i can't i can't lie and tell you that i was the biggest baddest that that, you know, I stabbed 20 people with one knife or whatever, you know, not that crazy, but, but yeah, I mean, I was all about that life, everything, everything. One day after a crazy party, a crazy week, I said, you know what? I think I got to balance this out. Like, 
I've been acting crazy all week. Let me hear something positive. So I went on YouTube and I typed in youth sermon. And one of the first uh, sermons that popped up was this this sermon called The Shocking Youth Message by Paul Washer. That's so cool. And that message, that sermon changed my life. Like I could go into deep, but pretty much short story. uh, That message changed my life. Um, ever Ever since then, like. I wasn't even going to church anymore, but I was just like eating this, this fool's like stuff, like material, everything on YouTube that he had, I ate it all up after, you know, like maybe like a year, um, I started attending my church where I'm at now. And the church is called, uh, it's funny the the church name is like a Latino last name. It's Hallelong. So the church name is Mount Rose Reformed Orthodox Presbyterian Church. <laughs> Let me say that again. Mount Rose Reformed That's Orthodox crazy. Presbyterian Church. <laughs> but uh, or, Orthodox mm-hmm. Presbyterian Church, that's just a denomination. So Presbyterian mm-hmm. by denomination. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. we baptize babies. That's a whole nother conversation. Um, but okay. <laughs> so anyways. Uh, the, 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 the thread that holds us all together. <laughs> Is Paul Washer's shocking message? If you if 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 you're Latino and you're reformed today, is because at some point yes. God put Paul Washer in I, your way oh, to hear that yep, shocking yes. message. Yep. Hey, and the thing that captivated me the most is because I never I never heard nobody be so bold. No, I never heard nobody speak that way. And then um, I couldn't even listen to the sermon. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, straight because it was like an hour, an hour and a half or something, something like that. Yeah. And back then, I was just like, I, I would hear like ten minutes and fall asleep. But then I heard yeah. the whole thing, and bro, it freaking convicted me. Mm-hmm. It convicted mm-hmm. me, and I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Like, mm-hmm. it was just so impactful. I don't know impactful. what you're laughing at. I'm talking about you. I'm like, ah. and that's why our intro song has that has Paul Washer yeah. on there because you know he was so influential in my life. Let's get into this. This segment right here is uh, called the Song of the Week. This segment is when one of the co-hosts brings a song to the table, and we hear it, we analyze it, and we we talk about it. So one of the one of the things that I wanted to do with this podcast is expose people to some dope. Um, Christian hip hop artists and uh, some dope songs that we rock to cuz you know I love it. So let's let's get into the let's get into the song of the week. And my song of the week is What Up RG 4AM. So hold on. Before we go any further, why Jonathan did you choose this song and what does it mean to you? Why well, I chose this song Let's hear this song cuz I need you to hear this song first and then we can answer the question cuz some of me hint out there might have never heard who he is and and everything. So we'll talk about it right now. So let's let's get into it. Okay. Say something. Say something. 
Helping people get to church I haven't prayed as much as I pray that year Prayed as much as I pray that year Some days I pray that I conquer fear And some nights I pray that I disappear Yo That song get me That song get me Yo, that song bro. Get me. That's my jam That's my jam So that is What Up RG 4AM um, So First of Yo, all First of all slaps, You know bro. I thought this song would be appropriate Because this is the first Mexican yes. artist in Christian hip hop. Um, not, well, I, I, yeah, I, I guess first Mexican because we had, I, I think T-Bone was half Mexican, half Puerto Rican, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, so, but on a big scale, like a big yeah, platform. Yeah. What up, RG? Mexican, bro. And, and we're all about that. <laughs> we're all about Latino representation and, and bro. Especially in the 116 click. Right. Yeah, yeah, the biggest, the big reach records, yes. the biggest record label, Christian hip hop record, or uh, they might they might not like that, uh, yeah. but you know, but Christian, yeah. you know, they they won't claim it. But you know, we out here, we out here. So, mm-hmm. so why did I choose this song? Um, I chose this song because it just is so deep, and I can relate to it. You know, coming from me myself being an immigrant. Me, myself, I think I'm going to say this in front of the whole world right now because not a lot of people know, but being an illegal alien myself at one point for 23 years, um, 23 years being here as an illegal alien, um, this song just, just hit home. Just hit home because even though my parents are still here, um, but my tío, my tío got deported. Uh, a couple years ago, and I was actually locked up with my tío uh, when when he 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 uh, he got arrested because he he had got deported one time. Uh, he came back, and he was just driving to work. No, actually, he was driving home from work, and somebody just pulled him over. The, the cops just pulled him over, and and it was a wrap. He he got into Par, which is uh, our county jail, and uh, we never seen him since. So. Mm-hmm. So this song's so deep because it hits home. It hits home, and I could only imagine what you know. What up, RG? 
is going through and went through that 4 a.m. when the cops cops knocked like that's like an illegal alien's worst nightmare you know what I mean that's the worst nightmare the worst nightmare you know yeah, we had yeah. this thing uh so growing up illegal you can't tell anybody you're illegal yes. you know it's a, that's like the the biggest secret yes. that your family holds to you can't you can't talk about it no you know nobody knew yeah. even to this day there's people that don't know that uh, this is the first time they're even hearing it but uh we always had that in the back of our minds you know if we get pulled over if if the if the cops come or or whatever you know we always had that fear so so that's why i picked it because so it was so impactful uh coming from an illegal alien you know but glory be to god i just i just fixed my my status uh right before christmas so awesome it took it took 7 years to do it and and uh yeah I mean, we could we could talk about that later. Yeah. So yeah. this segment, these people don't pay us. You know, we're not we don't have the copyrights. This is all for research yeah. and uh, criticism, I guess. And that's why we don't play the whole song either. So if you like that song, please follow him. Uh, he's everywhere. What up, RG? Uh, 4 a.m. The song is called 4 a.m. Raul. He's Raul on yeah. Twitter. So. Raul. So support the homie. Support the homie. And yeah. That, that that song hit me hits me every time I I hear it, especially the line where, "Has the passes in America, the one is my family in America." That joint slap, hey hard, that thing hard. I mean, we could have we we could, we could make a whole another segment about that. You feel me, but. So so did did, did you guys see um Endgame? Yeah, yeah, of course. You know what? I saw it. I I think out of all three of us, I saw it the last. So I saw yeah. it. I saw it two days ago. So all right. So if you're listening to this, um, spoiler alert. All right. <laughs> the, spoiler the, alert. I mean, the, 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 do not get mad at us. Do not get mad at us. Don't sue us. Since we're talking no about no terroristy this. threats. Li- I mean, <laughs> Marvel is lifting the spoiler ban um, on the sixth of May. So yeah, check this out. Check this out. By the time this podcast drops, it's gonna be like a month since it's been released. So yes, it's gonna be about a month because I think it came out last week, and then this week we're recording, and then it, you know, yeah, it's gonna be a month, guys. So if you yeah. haven't seen it, then boohoo, boohoo. <laughs> Because <laughs> we'll we mama, cause right now, no. At this, at this point, y'all could probably bootleg it. Don't, I mean, I'm not saying bootleg. It. Uh, <laughs> Don't say not, that. Don't say not, that. That's not what I'm saying. We're gonna um, have these complaints. We're gonna have all these. We're gonna have all these complaints. You can all these nasty you, comments. Bootleg it, really? So don't don't pirate it. Don't Cody it. Don't go on Cody on your fire. You, know you can obviously this is the perfect <laughs> example of you can take the man out of the hood, but you cannot take the hood out of the man. Literally. Yes. yes, <laughs> yes. Don't box it. All right. <laughs> Oh man! Don't get oh, don't, don't don't go on your Cody. Try and get some 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 um some some add on to to, to view it. That's not what you don't do. Don't code it. Don't don't code it. Don't showbox it. Yeah, none of that. None of that. that. You go, you let's, go, and you get into pay for it. Our people are like, "Como sabes tú de eso? How do you we know that? We, we, uh, don't. we don't. We don't. We just we just read it online somewhere." 
that, that, that that's the name of those apps. And we also and you I, anyway. I wouldn't judge you. Instead, I preach, <laughs> I, I would preach the gospel to you in the hope that you would repent. Come here, come here, Sorry. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Um. Anyways, what you guys think of the movie? I that, mean, that thing let's, was... let's let's drop it right now. Let's 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 drop let's drop the bomb right now. We like... had not just one, but we had several. Of our favorite superheroes die oh, or move on or pass the mantle. Yes. So let's talk about it. Iron Man dies. Yes. Yeah. Iron Man I, dies. I, I, I cried. In the most heroic yes. way. Yes. It was so Jesus esque. Yeah. It, well, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, let's let's yeah. talk about that. Let's talk about that. First of all, you know, let's talk about that. Every single movie that is that is good every single movie cannot hide or cannot they have to talk about the greatest story yes. in the world you know it always leads back to to the one thing that one person sacrifices his life for the many one for the many that is the recurring whatever movie you watch um, that's always happening and as Christians you know we know because that's the greatest story yeah. ever told you know the gospel. So, what do you guys think about that? Am I Christianizing it too no, much? Or what do you guys? Think? I think that that people, when when is particularly Christians, when Christians look at at that particular scene, first of all, he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was getting into when he went to um, grab the, the 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 glove and do everything that he did. Like he, he you guys remember in um in in Age of Ultron, he had that dream, that that that, that crazy mm -hmm. dream. What he he knew all this was gonna happen. Like he had that dream way a long time ago. He always knew wow. like from the get. That's what I'm saying. Like this was the best. This was the best Marvel universe film. Like this was the yeah. best one yes. out of all of them because it it, it it wraps all of them together. And yep. it, it it like tied up the, all the loose ends man, and it wrapped it up perfectly, bro. Like I was just like out in the world. But when when Iron Man dies, I'm like, yo, he he knew he was gonna die. Why? Because like throughout throughout yep. all the Iron Man movies and all the Avengers movies, it's like he's waiting for it. He's waiting for it to happen. He goes into in, into everything like head first because he know he's not nothing gonna happen to him because he knows when he's going to die. Um, the other thing, the other cool thing about this particular, I mean, I I, I, I let you talk because I could talk all day about it. I really could. Now go no, ahead, go ahead. We'll, like, we'll just hop in. Um, was um Doctor Strange, like the very fact that that, that when they went back into time to, to to talk to the um to I forget that lady. yeah yeah the the the, the, yeah, the 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 ball lady yeah the ball lady yeah when they went to talk to her like like she already knew that the yep. Hulk was gonna come see her, but she just didn't know the extent to what was going on. Which led me to believe that when um, Doctor Strange gave Thanos the stone, it's because he already knew what was going to happen. Yeah, and, yep. and he knew it would happen yep. exactly and how he said he knew it would. Because because she kind of alluded to that uh, when he said when when um, when Hulk said, "Oh well, uh, he gave it up. He gave up the stone." And then that's when she was like, "Wait, what? He gave it up like willingly?" And and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, he he gave it up willingly." So in her mind, it clicked that that's, you know, this was a plan. Like this is, this is, was a plan. Mm -hmm. And then we, we knew because, because you know how he said that there's only one possibility 
right. one possibility that this could all work, that we could actually win. And that was it. People had to die. All this crazy stuff had to happen for them to win. And at the yeah. end, you know, we we won. We won. <laughs> yeah, that thing was so good. And the scene, I, I, I always tell people, did you see the, whole fight the scene? Thing. It was a scene where everybody... Oh, yeah, that was the best fight scene. Uh, the wait, scene, wait, wait, wait. The fight which, scene which, which where everybody comes scene, out. Like, like the scene where everybody oh. comes out. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that was my favorite part, too. Like, I, I so screamed. if we were to... Yep, yep. If if we were to talk about what what was my favorite part of the movie, it was that when we saw everybody come back and not just come back individually, yes. but everybody in their worlds. So- like you saw Wakanda, the whole Wakanda there. Boom. You saw you saw Black Panther and all his homies, you know, and you saw Thor and all Can like talk- you know, everybody oh there. Boom. Can we talk about Thor though? <laughs> Thor gained all that weight. <laughs> he looked like the big Wolbowski, like <laughs> <laughs> The be- the memes that so I think that was bro. one of my favorite parts of the whole movie is seeing Thor just <laughs> fall from glory. <laughs> I, I I like uh, I I told my wife I was like, damn babe, that's me, that's me, <laughs> that's me, that's that's what happened when I got married. <laughs> no, like he just he completely gave up. Oh, like that was nuts. And I think probably the the saddest thing for me was when. Even the um, besides Iron Man dying, seeing Spider Man, Peter Parker having to like let go of that and just be broken yep. up, that like that got me. I don't know what it was, maybe because Peter is a teenager and he's losing his role model. He's losing a positive yeah, male yeah, role model a- in his life, and it's just like, what does he do after wow. that? Like he's just a kid. And I don't know if, and I don't know if like Marvel intended it to be that way. But I know his last scene when when uh, when Spider-Man did dissolve or disappear or whatever or got left behind or whatever or got raptured out. Uh, I think that was accidental. I, I heard it was accidental. And that relationship maybe grew out of that. You know, I don't know if they always intended Iron Man to be his uh-huh. mentor or be somebody so special to him. But then by this movie... You know, you yeah. could see it like that, that he really cared. They yes. really cared about each other. That Spider-Man and Iron Man had a relationship, had a bond, you know, established. So, yeah, that, that, that would, so the um, Infinity War, we saw, we mm-hmm. saw Spider-Man go. And this one we saw And then Black Iron Widow, Black Widow sacrificed herself. Right. in order order for everyone to come back to like that was another crazy thing and to see her and hawkeye like have that moment even though like which was crazy because like hawkeye had and i'm gonna and i'm just gonna like let it be known right now i haven't watched all the uh marvel movies like i haven't watched every single marvel movie to place things together so i don't you know i really don't know what has happened between hawkeye and black widow but even but what was crazy to me was just to see like the love between black widow and hawkeye together before like she died and yeah even though no, they've they've, a, they've always been homies they've yes, always been homies from the beginning that's what that kind of love was because yep. i was just like he has a whole family and a wife and i'm and and then towards the end i was just like oh no it's just like no they it's no friends. it's like a friendship yeah no. yeah it was it was not like a like a like an d- attraction or some kind of yeah. thing they had on the side, but it was a genuine friendship. 
he did save her from um, being the person she was, and 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 this scene showed us that he she saved him. Yeah. So she she like lo regresó, like she, you know, she 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 did it back to him. What mm-hmm. she what happened, what he did to her. So yeah. So they've always they've always been homies, you know. They always yeah, had that relationship. That. And it, was, it was beautiful. It was beautiful seeing it and. And and I think the whole movie was leading up to it too, you know, because yeah. she was the one stressing out. Yeah. Black Widow was the one stressing out, like you guys saw, like with her hair, mm-hmm. like half of her hair was red and half of it was like blonde. Yes. And I'm like, damn, girl, like she's really like stressing. you know she was, yeah, she's stressing, <laughs> she's stressing. She don't even got time to like diet, you yes. know, like arreglarse. <laughs> Yeah, like that so was... So all the weight was on her shoulders. Yeah. I thought when that everybody was, left. I thought that was really cool to, like, see that. And then I'm trying to think, um, like, other good like, other good things. Like, that whole movie was just so good. Uh, so good. Captain America is, is black. black? Captain America now? is black. My, 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 how the yes. tables have turned, how the mighty yes. have fallen. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Like, you know what's crazy is that I was talking to my wife like right after that and I was like that's cool that's really cool that that happened but I thought that it was going to go down to Bucky like first yeah and then yeah, and then I find out later first. that in the actual comics it did go down to Bucky first and then it did and then after Bucky had uh-huh. it for a while it did go to Falcon gotcha it went to Falcon so so you mm-hmm. know they skipped they skipped it but but it's all good like man this is that it's yeah. crazy bro like it's crazy that uh he handed down the mantle and, and, and another part that drove me nuts was when um when Steve Rogers when I when Captain America takes Voldemir the hammer oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah that I'm like right. you know cuz in 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 prior movies um, he was trying to lift uh-huh. it before, and I think the thing about the, the the hammer is that you have to be a worthy person, yeah, or some kind of something like gotcha. that. Like you got to be worthy to to hold it and to use it. Well, so he tried it no, before he it. and he, he couldn't it. do it. He, he he nudged it, and and Thor seen it. So like 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 Thor seen it, and like everybody laughed, and he 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 chuckled. He was like, uh, like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, nervous like it, but it was a nervous huh? laugh because he seen that it moved. Mm-hmm. But I was yeah. just waiting for that to happen. Yeah, yeah, man. I think what was super, super dope too was was uh, when when Spider Man had the 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 glove yes. with all the Infinity Stones and yes. and um, and uh, Captain Marvel just out of nowhere like yes. popped up to, <laughs> to to help everybody out. And boom, 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 yes. bro. She's a beast, you know. She's oh man, she's so strong. She's she just like went through yes. that whole ship. Boom, 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 like like three stories or however big it is. She just went through it like like, sh- like butter, bro. I thought that was and really cool. Peter Parker was shaking, and he's like, you know, here, here you go. <laughs> like, you sure you got it? it was and so and cool, what right? happened after that was was dope too. Yes. With, and, and and they kind of played our, on our emotions because they were like mad theories of who would get the Infinity Gauntlet. They were like, what if um, Black Panther ends up with the Infinity Gauntlet? Or what if um, Hawkeye ends up with... So they, they it's funny because each one of those people ended up with the Infinity Gauntlet trying to get it to yep. um, Tony Stark. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I thought... Yep. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, then, I, and then you had all those females 
coming out. I was literally yes. about to say something about that. That yes. was a bad, 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 like badass part. Yes. Much. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love it. She's got help. Bro. I was like that was amazing. She's got help. Yes. Boom, boom, right after one after the other. And I was like, I was like, damn, that's what's up. That's yes. what's up. Now uh, it's funny because there's actually like a female Avengers, um, the A team, like a, a team. Yeah, the A team. Oh, yeah, that'll team. be yep. and awesome. That's, and that's done. I would love to see that happen. But in spite of so, who? Huh? Go ahead. So I was, I was even um, Black Panther's sister. Yes. I don't know her name off of the top of my head, but even her, she was there with like these new glove things, mm-hmm. like these light up yeah. gloves, and I was like, what? Yes. That yes. was really cool. Super dope. All of it, all of but it was perfect. Yep. As great as this movie is, the whole thing about the spoilers, people saying not to spoil it and do all that. Can you believe that there was a youth pastor? I forgot where he was, but I saw it in Relevant Magazine. He ruined Endgame for a whole youth congregation and let it slip that Iron Man dies. And everybody was like, ah! Oh! That was crazy. <laughs> Bro, yes. I'd be pissed too. Like, you know, you know, you know how hard I tried not to get spoiled. Like, I would see anything with like Avengers or Iron Man on my feet or wherever I was at, or uh-huh. people who were talking about it. And I'm like, no, no, scroll, no, no, scroll, no, no, no. Scroll, 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 scroll. So to hear that that happened at, in mm. a church. You know that that would have made me really, really mad. Really, really, that was, really mad. That was mm-hmm. hilarious. But I mean, overall, that movie was so good, and I can't wait to see the next phase of where like Marvel is going to take things and to see um, Captain America and Black Panther like develop and Spider Man to develop and all of that. Like, so you think? You think? Okay, so. Do you think that there is going to be another uh, Iron Man so, since his wife got I, the guy suit? I had a theory about that. Like an like yes. another like like another a couple movies of I kinda, Iron you know what? Woman I or whatever so. she's called. Um, I think that would be pretty cool. Or if anything, to kind of um, fast forward and to have his daughter do some like do something uh, awesome with true. that. That would be really cool. Yeah. Um. I think that, I mean, like, I don't, not so much a theory, but I was just thinking about that um, after the movie was that, you know, what if they fast forward everything and the daughter's like a teenager or she's like in her early 20s or something and she decides to um, carry on her father's legacy. That would be a really cool thing. Like, I just, I would love to see the Iron Man world, like... Yeah. keep going just because that's also one of my favorite superheroes but i i mean i don't know we'll see because i know we're gonna get a captain yeah. america oh, like yeah. couple movies probably right they, exploring uh-huh. exploring falcon they already have um phase four yes. of marvel yeah i haven't even taken a peek uh on that i've seen it online but like i said i was trying to <laughs> stay away know. from spoilers and so I just yes. watched it. Yeah, now now I can see yeah. it. But anyways, and the redeeming qualities of this movie mm-hmm. is pretty much what we talked about earlier is that you cannot 
get away from the greatest story ever told. Uh, one person sacrificing yeah. their life for the many. Yeah, so coming up, we got a segment called Internet Be Wildin'. But for now, here's a word from our sponsors. Hola, Maison. Te estoy llamando porque no me has llamado. Llevo varios días esperando que me llames, pero parece que te has olvidado de tu madre. Pero solamente te llamé para preguntarte si estás comiendo bien, si estás durmiendo bien, tomándote tus vitaminas. Porque tú sabes que yo te amo y por siempre serás mi bebé. Ah, pero no se te olvide, me tienes que estar hablando. Seguiré siendo tu madre por siempre. Primero conociste madre, acuérdate. Bye. <laughs> Damn, you know what? I have no idea how that got there. But, pues, vamos a aprovechar and call your mom. <laughs> She's pretty pissed. All right, y'all. So I guess this is like the end of our first episode. We made it. We're here. Like, this is real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we made it. First episode in the bag for Crisis Cultura. And because of time, we don't, we aren't able to um, get to Internet Be Wallet, but we'll get to it on, on our next episode. So be sure to yep, listen and subscribe episode. on all your podcast listening apps. Also, check us out on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for tuning in. This was for Crisis Cultura, nuestro primero episode. So hopefully you guys liked it. Thank you for staying all the way through. Yeah. Uh, my car got crashed while we were recording this. My computer shut down in the middle of recording and it took forever. <sighs> for real. Oh my gosh. For but real. thank God we made it through. Yeah, we made it through. And again, thank you. Oh, also, we have a voicemail number that you could call and leave your comment, leave a question, or maybe you have a thing that you want us to talk about. So the number is 775 391 Again, the number is 775 391 0704. Gracias por entenderse. All right, y'all. And we'll leave you with this dope song from Gio the Gift. This is for Christ. Yes. Peace. Por eso le pido que se ponga de loco de fresco conmigo. Manito pa' que me repito. Todo esto lo hago pa' Cristo. Y las almas perdidas que están allá afuera pa' ellos porque yo lo escribo. No hay nada imposible para que te crea. Abre tu corazón en él, no es condena. Mi Dios es fuerte, él te rompe las cadenas. Ponte pa' él que yo no quiero que te pierdas. El tiempo se acerca, él toca la puerta. Yo corro la voz en la calle. El infierno está lleno de muchos raperos y gente con malos mensajes. Ya sabes.